Don't let taxes derail your retirement and estate planning. On today's show, we'll outline several strategies that could help keep more of your retirement dollars where they belong in your pocket. Welcome to the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Seabolt. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Siebold. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, I mean, you guys have 85 years combined experience, tax advisory. You guys specialize in that transition from, you know, accumulation to decumulation and um, <laughs> it's everywhere in between as well. And uh, hi, guys. How are you? Fantastic, Steve. Very good. And then um, so what are we going to do? We're talking about keeping more money in our pocket. <laughs> I like that. And from a retirement standpoint, that really is important. And, and and I think one of the ways that we have to look at this is, okay, so uh, how much have we saved? And how are we going to manage that? Yep. Uh, Steve, that's the, you hit the nail right on the head. You know, once you've accumulated that bucket of money, um, you know, one of the biggest things is to figure out, you know, uh, what is your retirement tax liability? You know, if your savings, if you're saving and you're on the way climbing that mountain, you want to create buckets of tax-free money down the road. And if you're at or near retirement, you got to kind of figure out how much you've accumulated and what part of that belongs to Uncle Sam. <laughs> so um, we'll talk about some strategies to keep more of that in your pocket. And I think one of the most valuable tools that we have in our tool belt as uh, as investors and savers is the Roth. And uh, you've probably heard that a million times. But what a lot of people don't realize is that there is a Roth 401k. And oftentimes people overlook that um, really simple tool that they have to go ahead and start directing some of their payroll contributions or deferrals into the Roth side so that you start accumulating um, retirement savings on a tax-free basis. Um, you don't have to always go into a Roth IRA. You can oftentimes do it in your workplace plan. And many people, believe it or not, don't take advantage of that uh, really awesome tool that their, you know, that their employer's retirement plan give them. Well, one of the things I, uh, you know, you talk about the Roth 401k. My wife started a new job recently, and and I asked. I said, so do they have a, a 401k? Yes. Does it, if they have a Roth 401k? She said, I don't know. Nobody said anything. So she talked to HR. Sure enough, kaboom, got a Roth 401k. Yeah, you, you find that a lot in people. They don't know. Right. Um, they just simply don't know. They get told, oh, here, here's your plan. And, and oftentimes, if you don't say anything, they'll just enroll you in some sort of a target date fund that, uh, you know, attempts to, you know, minimize the, rid the risk as you approach retirement. And usually you'll see them say like the 2030 fund or the 2040 fund. But, uh, but they don't really get into the tax diversification um, as much as they should. And, you know, again, it's really not HR's job to teach you how to do that. You kind of have to do that on your own. You know, the, the whole retirement landscape is kind of funny, Steve, in, the, in as much as that the monies that's held inside of our workplace retirement funds is governed um, by a, a law called ERISA. And it's really, really tough because, you know, you don't get a lot of advice on those monies. You know, you, just like your wife, um, you know, she she started a job and there wasn't a whole lot of handholding or anything associated with that. And financial advisors have somewhat been reticent over the years to 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 give advice on those dollars because of you know various laws associated with that. But 
But overall, if you work with a group like ours, you know, we'll, we'll incorporate all of that into your plan. So we'll take a look at not only what you have inside your 401ks at work, but what's held outside of those 401ks. And if you're not looking at it holistically, you know, you could be duplicating a strategy in your IRA that you're duplicating that you have in your, your workplace plan. So if you're not looking at this and having an advisory firm look at the whole picture, then you're really disadvantaging yourself. Sure. 800-654-3234 is the number that'll get you started. And uh, so as we're talking about Roth uh, conversions, um, well, again, let's we have, no, we just talked about like a Roth 401k. It, from a conversion standpoint, that's a whole different animal. Yeah. I mean, th- what people don't realize oftentimes is you can take some of these monies that you've accumulated on a pre-tax basis and convert them to um, a Roth. And what, what you do in that, when you effectively what happens is you pay the taxes now so that you don't ever have to pay taxes on any of that <clears throat> bucket of money again ever. Um, you know, assuming that, you know, there's not a tax law change and they, and they get rid of Roths, which I've never heard that uttered. <laughs> so I yeah. think it's a safe bet that, you know, if you do this conversion and you create that bucket of tax-free money, that that's going to be yours tax-free down the road. But Steve, you know, when you think about it, Look what's going on in the news right now. We are we are at a pretty much one of the lowest tax environments we've been in in a long time, and we're running massive deficits. We have thirty trillion dollars of national debt. Um, you know everything's underfunded. Do you think tax rates are going up? or down in the future? Well, up uh, with a big arrow, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, just as we diversify monies between different sectors and, you know, different companies and, you know, basic, basic diversification, you need to have, and probably that's going to be one of the most important things moving forward is having tax diversification. Because one of the things that you just don't want to do is get to retirement, work your butt off your whole life, and then get to a point where you literally have this bucket of money in you and you have to think to yourself, well, I guess whatever Congress decides is theirs is what they're going to take. And sure. you don't you don't want to leave that up to them. You want to be able to give yourself the opportunity to say, well, only half of what is mine could be taxed by by a taxing authority. So it's very it's a very, very simple thing to do. You come in, you talk to us, we could show you how to do a conversion or start saving on a tax free basis. You know, it's it's not that hard. And if you're in a 403B or a 457 plan, there's options for you there too. Um, those are just different names or kind of like 401ks or workplace retirement plans. Uh, if you're in a simple or a SEP, you can generally do that too. So, you know, almost everybody has the ability to save on a tax-free basis. Sure. And, and again, I mean, tax-free beats taxed every time. <laughs> and with the, with the Roth conversion, if I've got a substantial amount of money and I want to convert that, I should probably figure on doing it over time, right? Yeah, I think so. That's your best bet because, you know, you know we, we have a marginal um, progressive tax rate system here. So obviously, the more you include in your income, it, not only will it be ta- more of more will be taxed, but at higher rates. So what we want to do is we want to kind of take a look at your tax return, figure out how much you know we have every year that we can do without putting you into uh, an, an additional tax bracket on those dollars because you have to think about this marginally. It's it's what's going to happen in that next tax bracket or at, at the top of the the one you're currently in, and then kind of figure out what's our game plan and let's put a game plan together to convert those dollars over a period of time. And hopefully by the time you retire, you know, so we can do it that that way. And then you can start enjoying the fruits of not having to pay taxes. And it really comes into play when you don't have to take as much out of your plans to live, because that's when it really, you know, 
distribution planning is critical. And, and let's say, for example, if the market's down and you're taking money out to pay yourself every month because you're living off your retirement savings, you don't want to take out as much when the market's down. So having a bucket of money that's tax-free is really critical because you may not have to take out as much, and that'll make your overall portfolio last a much, much longer. All right, let's talk about HSAs, health savings accounts. Uh, they're a big deal, and, and they're becoming a bigger deal, I think, with a high deductible plan that a lot of us have. Um, so, uh, you know, Eric, what, what do we think about that? Well, HSAs, I think, are an invaluable tool at this point. I mean, let's think about, what, you know, Steve, where, where has... Where have the expenses for health care gone over the last decade? Up. I mean, they're 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 skyrocketing, aren't they? I mean, well, they're, yeah. they're almost out of there. You could see how you know when Obamacare got passed. Although there were many many people, in, including me, who were against that at the time, I don't think you can really say that the healthcare industry didn't need some sort of overhaul, and. Now, did they do it the right way? Absolutely not, because it didn't help anything. It actually increased expenses for most people. But we're still sitting now 10 years later, you know, give or take, and we're still under the same type of pressures when it comes to the cost of health care. And uh, an HSA account, I think it helps a lot of folks because it's, it's a health savings account uh, basically for those who need to have a high deductible plan and they need a high deductible plan. Why? Well, because they can't afford to pay the premiums of, of a low deductible or no deductible plan. I mean, it, it's, it's really crazy to think that a family's health insurance plan, if you, if it's not subsidized is as expensive if not more expensive than a mortgage and that it a lot of people don't understand when when they're say you're working at you have your employer plan that you know your group employer plan that you're part of and you are uh maybe paying two hundred dollars per paycheck for that you know and every every two weeks well that two hundred dollars for every two weeks comes out to be about four hundred dollars per month on a family plan but the actual expense, Steve, is almost $1,500 to $2,000 per month. Wow. So your company is doing a serious contribution to help you keep that down to just $200 per pay period. Right. So if we don't have high deductible plans, then everybody would be paying out of their pockets $1,500 to $2,000 per month. So these high deductible plans now... In order to pay for those deductibles, when you actually go to the doctor, we have to pay that out of pocket, right? Right. So the health savings account is great on a couple different levels, Steve. First, it gives us the chance to set aside that money, whether it's through your group plan at work or if you have a, a, your own individual plan and you have a health savings account, you could set aside money and put it in there so that when you do have to go to the doctor – you have the money there to pay that deductible. And now for a lot of folks that, that uh, don't necessarily go to the doctor very often, that's even a better plan because now with a high deductible plan, you're, you're paying less every month, but you also aren't really paying much out of pocket for those deductibles because you're not going to the doctor. So it's kind of a pay-as-you-go kind of plan. 
Okay, I like and that. that money, yeah, and with that kind of money too, as you're setting that aside in your health savings account, now you have the chance to actually invest that money. So a, a lot of people have a, a, a strategy where you could set aside money into your health savings account, and that money will actually grow tax-free. And then if you use it for actual health types of expenses, you pull that money out of that account and use it. A lot of people have a debit card or a checkbook, or um, but they can dip into that health savings account and it comes out tax-free. That's fantastic. So anytime, like you said, Steve, that we could get tax-free, that's you all think about that. Exactly. You know, well, on that keep, note, keep uh, that money in your pocket. Exactly. And and let it grow. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break here. Uh, go invite us. Uh, let's invite folks to call right now and, and uh, we'll come back and continue. Sounds good. Well, Steve, this week for our first 10 callers today, we're going to go ahead and get it. What we have is called the it's a customized report called the return and safety optimizer. And it's one of the first steps we like to, to use with folks as we're looking at their plans and their uh, portfolios. And this is a report that demonstrates how by stripping the losses out of your investments, you can have obviously a more conservative portfolio that you have now, but this will actually show you how you could get better potential growth. So we're maximizing returns to outperform what you're doing now, but we're also making the portfolio safer at the same time. So for those first 10 callers, Steve, they're going to get their return and safety optimizer. Hey, that sounds fantastic. It's a phone call away, folks. 800-654-3234. That's the number you can call to reach Mark and Eric. Uh, they can take a lot of that complex financial world and turn it into something that makes sense. It's uh, your chance to get a true practical financial review. It's a, uh, again, and, and if you're listening, then give us a call. It's 800-654-3234. The next 10 callers will get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras. You will see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Call right now. 10 callers, 800-654-3234, 800-654-3234. Inflation is at a 40-year high. Most agreed taxes are going up and the market continues to be volatile. When we come back, we'll outline some ways to help you navigate your path to retirement through these tumultuous times. Welcome back, everybody. We are uh, back with the Financial Insider with uh, Mark McCanny and uh, Eric Seabolt. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal. Novus Financial and Medicare is the show. Uh, they're independent, they're fiduciaries, and uh, all the things that you want in an advisor. We ended last segment talking about HSAs, the health savings account, and about how we can grow that money in an HSA. And then, uh, so how do we manage that once we get into retirement and, and we want to use that? Well, Steve, Eric, I think, think a great way, to, yeah, a great way to do this is first of all, hopefully you're going to have a, a, a good amount of money in your HSA when you're getting ready to retire, because that's something like we talked about will grow tax free, and come out tax free if you use it on a qualifying medical type of expense. And now, where are we at that point? You know, when we're ready to retire, Steve, we have to start thinking about, and a lot of people. Uh, actually plan their retirement around what type of health insurance plan they're going they're going to try to get. And uh, 
you know, when we talk to a lot of our clients, Steve, it, it, you know, some want to retire early. You know, Mark, we have, we've got 58-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 62-year-olds, and they're like, man, I'm done with the workforce now. I want to retire. Guys, help me, you know, figure out my distribution plan now, my, my spend-down plan so that I don't run out of money and uh, but I could still sustain my standard of living. But I have this huge expense, this huge monkey on my back, which is, what am I going to do for health insurance until I can start claiming Medicare? Right. And uh, it, there's, you have several choices when it comes to, to Medicare. You know, we talk every week about, you know, everybody really looking forward to enrolling in their Medicare at 65. And you don't have to necessarily enroll in Medicare Part B immediately, but you, you are going to enroll initially at, at 65 into Medicare Part A. And then, you know, then we have part C and then you have part D and, you know, trying to figure out, hey, do I want to get a Medicare A and B with a supplement or do I want to go with a Medicare Advantage plan? You know, th there's just so much to think about, so many options. And, and that's really one of the things that we help folks navigate it. And uh, but one of the really cool plans that are around that and it's relatively new for those who have had high deductible group plans at their employers and they've been saving in their, their health savings accounts is a, a plan called a medical savings account. Okay. And what, what this is, is, is it's basically a, a Medicare advantage plan that has zero premium and it's, but it's actually the plan deposits money into your, your medical savings account every year. So it's, it's the only kind of plan that actually pays you every year. And then that money can go in and be applied towards the, the deductible that they have. So if you're a relatively healthy person and you don't like to go to the doctor very often, or you just go for, you know, annual checkups, but you, but you found that, man, I don't, I don't really go see the doctor a lot and I'm not going to have probably a lot of out of pocket types of expenses that I'm going to have to pay towards a deductible. Well, this is a great plan for you because you can continue to have your health savings account and invest that money and grow that over time and have a high deductible, which honestly isn't really that high anymore. You know, the, the medical savings account, Medicare Advantage plan, actually has a deductible of 5000 Okay. And if you compare that to a lot of the uh, the Joe Namath plans, right? Those are you know your maximum out of pocket for those every year can be sixty seven hundred, seventy five hundred. So this is actually a zero premium plan that has a lower deductible than the majority of the out of pocket expenses for other Medicare Advantage plans, but it gives you two two thousand to three thousand dollars per year of cash in a medicare medical savings account to use for that deductible and it's not a use it or lose it type mean? of program can you use that, that money for 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 like going to the dentist or getting a pair of glasses or what can you use that money for when you say apply it against your deductible it can be used for any of those qualified medical types of expenses so yes, if you if you, you need to go to a dentist, you need to go and, and have your eyes checked, have your hearing checked, uh, and obviously any type of medical events at your your primary care physician, uh, or or you have to go to a hospital for for anything in particular. 
you know, so this money that's accumulating in this Medicare savings, medical savings account is something that's not a use it or lose it. So they'll actually say, for example, that you have five years of a healthy stretch. You're 65 to 70 years old. You've gone to the doctor and got your, uh, your checkups. And other than that, you haven't really need to go to the doctor. Well, each year they're going to contribute 2000 to 3000, depending on the plan that we select for you of cash into your medical savings account. So you'll have $10,000 cash there when your deductible plan is only about 5,000 and nice. this cash, it can grow. And, and every year they're going to keep putting that in there. $2,000 a year, $2,000 a year of the insurance. Now think about that. The insurance company giving you $2,000 per year mm. and not taking it away again. So it, it's a real special type of program for those. And, you know, like I said, there are a lot of different Medicare Advantage plans and supplements that are available. So this is something that because it's so important to somebody's uh, long-term retirement plan, we've incorporated the, the Medicare planning into our program for folks. That sounds and, uh, great. Yeah. And uh, so, Mark, I would say that at least – 25, 30, maybe 40% of folks that are working today have some sort of high deductible plan. Mm-hmm. No, seems- so I hear there's a planning opportunity there, Eric. So what I, if I understand what you're saying here is if you had an HSA, when you retired from your workplace, you could, you could get on this uh, MSA Medicare Advantage plan and take the two or $3,000 and use that for your current your medical expenses and can and then you could continue to invest your HSA money on a on a tax potentially tax free basis or at least tax deferred basis and and use that as an additional IRA almost. Yeah, and even those health savings accounts Steve have have kind of evolved over time to where before they they were a savings account, you know, where you get your 0.1% interest on it per yes, year. Yes, exactly. Well, a lot of savings, health savings accounts now, like the Optum plan that a lot of people have, they have actual investment options in that plan. So you can invest your health savings account money and grow that over time tax-free. So, that, you know, these are all just really cool ideas that we think about all the time that we're trying to help people understand and incorporate into their plan. And, you know, when you add all these up at the end of the day, you have a huge difference because every dollar that you save or every couple thousand dollars that an insurance company gives you, you know, over the lifetime or over your retirement, it all adds up and it becomes a, a huge amount. Absolutely. And and so this medical savings account, it's based on Medicare. It's a Medicare Advantage plan. And I mean, again, there are so many intricacies with Medicare. And, and if you're I mean, again, if you're turning 65 this year, you are being inundated with more literature and phone calls and, I mean, stuff. And so the the fact that you guys want to sit down with me and talk this through, this piece of it, in addition to, you know, planning for retirement, that's a that's a win-win for me. Yeah, and I think that that goes back to, you know, being retirement planners, this is something that we focus on, you know, it's we're not necessarily 100% focused on just accumulating assets. And although that's obviously extremely important when it comes to your, your portfolio, 
Uh, there are so many other th types of things that affect someone's life and their family in their retirement years that need to be planned on and need to have their, their buckets of money managed appropriately. And uh, so I, I think that that's really, you know, Mark and I get up every morning trying to figure out how do we help our retirees as much as possible? And this is one of the, the aspects of that. 800-654-3234. That's the number you can call, folks. Take advantage of it. They, they will be able to really walk you through that whole Medicare process and uh, and then also talk about, you know, generating income in retirement and having that, uh, you know, the retirement lifestyle that you've always wanted. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, Mark, Eric, let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this segment up and we will come back and continue our conversation. Sounds good. And Steve, since we're talking about health care here, why don't we also, uh, in, additional, in addition to the return and safety optimizer for the first 10 callers, let's go ahead and once again offer a uh, free Medicare supplement review for uh, our first 10 callers as well. And so for those who, who have Medicare supplement plans, and they haven't looked at them in a, in a while in terms of shopping them around and making sure that they're saving as much money as possible, give us a call and we'll do that for you. 800-654-3234. That's the number 10 callers right now are going to be able to take advantage of getting that financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's a practical financial review and includes a Medicare review. Yep, that's part of it. No cost, no obligation. 800-654-3234. 10 callers will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you are going to have a roadmap that will help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-654-3234, 800-654-3234. Sometimes it's good to go back to the basics. When we come back, we'll outline four key factors to consider and how to develop a plan that can help you get to retirement. We are back on the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Siebold. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Novus Financial and Medicare is the company. Uh, we are talking, uh, your website is Novus FG. Is that correct? That's right, Steve. And, and actually, that's a good point for those uh, who are interested in getting the return and safety optimizer report or who would like to get their uh, Medicare supplement reviewed so that we could try to save them a lot of money every year for that. Uh, they can actually go to our website and on the right there on the landing page, you'll see uh, buttons for each of those where you could just uh, click on, you know, it, go to, like you said, novusfg.com, go to the landing page, uh, click on whichever one of those items you're interested in and put in your, your information hit submit, and we'll follow up with you and get you exactly what you're looking for. That sounds great, Eric. And uh, let's jump into this. You know, when we talk about the basics, sometimes it is. It's good to just kind of take a look and, and see how this retirement thing is going to work. And, um, you know, Mark, one of the ways to do that, or one of the things that we have to do in retirement is to generate income. And it's it's got to be consistent and it's got to grow with us. Right. It does. As, uh, you know, Eric and I like to say that the day you leave your company uh, is the day you become your own payroll department. And, you know, for a lot of people, they haven't thought about that. Like, wow, I, I have to take what I've accumulated. I have to coordinate that with Social Security or any pension plans. 
and I have to be my own payroll department now. And that's a daunting task for a lot of people that, you know, maybe for 30 or 40 years, every Friday, you just got a direct deposit. You never thought about it. All your taxes were withheld for you. And that was your spending money. That was your discretionary income. But uh, in retirement, the game changes a little bit. And, uh, you know, we help people make that transition. Sure. Um, and what we do is we kind of sit down with them. We look at what they've accumulated in those workplace retirement plans. And we determine uh, an income need. Uh, we establish a baseline amount of, of income that we should be aiming to, to generate. And then we figure out how to do uh, the most efficient drawdown strategy possible. So we're not giving extra dollars away to Uncle Sam that we don't need to be. And uh, we, we coordinate that with your Social Security and your pension plans. It's, it's not a difficult process. We have a process. We've been doing it for many, many years. And, you know, we know it works. And if you just come in, sit down with us, we can take you through that process. So if you've been saving, if, if, you know, you've got a good saver and you've got a 401k and, you know, you're getting, you know, you're within that that financial red zone, as we like to say, maybe five, 10 years before retirement, that's the best time to come on and sit down with you, Mark, and, and just talk about things, talk things through. But in addition to our 401k, another key component of retirement income, of course, is Social Security. Yep. Social Security is, 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 is this is what I'm going to say about that, Steve. You know, you hear a lot of stuff in the news about, oh, Social Security is going to be gone and right. we shouldn't even plan on it. You know, I, I find it hard to believe that that's that's going to be the case. Um, you know, I think that what we might see is adjustments to Social Security. And I, and I think fear mongering around Social Security is probably not what, you know, we don't we do not do that because we think there may be an adjustment to a you know, younger generation. Maybe they're going to have to work a little longer to get it or they adjust down the road, you know, what they're going to get. Um, that's what we generally see with like teacher pension plans. They're not as rich as they once were in the 70s or 80s. And the younger generation takes a, a smaller benefit. But I think if you're sitting there in that what you just referred to as the retirement red zone, you know, my 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 guess is that we're going to do everything we can as a nation to keep the what was promised to people intact. And and if we don't, you know, I, I have to think it'll be something very close to it. So what the way we approach it is you know, we look at Social Security is that it's it is an important leg to the to the income puzzle. Um, it's going to be there. And that we just we you know we work around it and we assume that it's going to be there, um, but but one of the key things about that is you got to figure out when you're going to take it, um, and and this hasn't changed. You got to figure out when you're going to take it because if you take it early, let's say 62, you're not going to get your full retirement amount benefit. Um, it's just it's a reduced amount. Now, if you wait to your full retirement age, you get you get that full benefit. But what a lot of people don't realize is if you every year after your full retirement age, uh, for which a lot of people is like 66 and 10 months, every year you wait, your payout goes up 8%. Um, and you can get up to 32% more than your, what they call your FRA amount, your full retirement age amount. So it may make sense to kind of bridge the gap with some of your own assets and let that benefit build up because, you know, a 32% increase in Social Security can be very meaningful. Well, and a great way to start is just to go to ssa.gov, take a look at what your history is, take a look at what Social Security is projecting your full retirement you know, benefit will be. And, and they've done some pretty cool things with that website. And, and you can actually see, yes, at 62, yes, at full retirement, yes, at 70. But you can slide that little button and see mm -hmm. how much it is on a month-by-month -month basis. They've come a long way with that website, Steve, over the last decade. And yeah. uh, 
So it does give you a much better indication of what you may have. And, and, and keep in mind, folks, that, you know, what you put in dictates kind of what you get out of it. So right. I do, you know, I definitely encourage going there, setting up an account and, and seeing what you have. Um, and then, uh, you know, the other thing you got to consider is when you're thinking about retirement, you know, there is a penalty for working and taking your Social Security benefits. So you don't really want to, if, if you're planning on, you know, starting your benefits and then continuing to work, there's an issue with that that we would address, um, which you know obviously drives people to, to make a decision. Should I work? Should I not work? Mm-hmm. How should I structure my retirement income? But there's a few little things we have to kind of work through, but we can sit down together, design a retirement plan that will help you sleep at night, give you a budget, and, and just generally try to figure out what's the best portfolio strategy. You know, because, you know, at this stage, if, if you're trying to to generate a retirement income that's sustainable and that you're not going to outlive, you know, you probably don't want to be investing in, you know, European small cap stocks at this point, you know, so it's, it's something that we, it, it, you know, we got to look at a lot of different pieces of the puzzle, but we have a, pl- a process at Novus and we can, we can take you through that process. And I think once you're done with that process, you'll realize, you know what, I can do this. I can make that transition from being an employee an employee and getting my paycheck every two weeks to creating my own paycheck every two weeks. Sure. Well, and and again, I think, Mark, too, um, before we move off of income, I know there aren't as many as there once were, but uh, pensions are still a factor for some people, especially, you know, government workers, teachers and the like. Yeah, they're still out there. Um, You know, a lot of corporate employees, for example, don't even realize they have uh, what's called a cash balance pension. We see that a lot now. uh, And what is that? it doesn't really guarantee you a set amount per month, but oftentimes an employer will put in, in a, to an account for you, um, you know, a small amount of money and they'll call that your pension. And you can move it if you wanted to, to an IRA, if you were to leave the company and you're vested, et cetera. But, um, but oftentimes employees at big companies have these cash balance pension plans and they don't even know it. So, you know, to the, the long winded way of saying, why don't everybody check their benefits, you know, because <laughs> a lot of times people will say, I got this letter from this custodian saying I have $75,000 with them. And they had left a company, they rolled their 401k over and that they thought that that's all they had. And that's not true. Sometimes employers are putting money away um, for them and they don't even know it. What a happy accident that would be. Yeah, that would, find that. that would make one's day. That it make, happens, though. Yeah. It really does. You know, people don't realize it. And, they, and the reason they don't know it is because they're not putting their money in. Sure. Um, you know, they don't see it coming out of their paycheck. The employer is putting that in as a benefit. And then years later, they you know get a letter saying, hey, you know, are you going to claim this or what's the deal? And so it's uh, it's a, that's a nice day if you get one of those letters. Oh, gosh, yes. 800-654-3234 is the number. And uh, so... Um, Eric, we talked a lot about healthcare in the first couple of segments, but when we talk about going back to basics and putting a plan together, healthcare is a big part of that, obviously, as we've discussed today. But one thing we haven't gotten into, we talked about HSAs and uh, the, the new medical savings account. We have not touched on long-term care. And that is a, that's the elephant in the room for a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, Mark has, a, has a, a good example, and I think a lot of us have good examples about relatives, you know, our parents or, and or grandparents who at some point needed to go into some sort of assisted living facility. And a lot of times, you know, when they're, when they're making that kind of change in, in their lifestyle, it's not easy 
I mean, it's a very emotional time for both us and the parents that are that are getting there, or the seniors that have to leave their homes and and go to new homes. Um, so, you know, a lot of times we get hung up on the expenses of having to do something like that because it is very expensive. But it's it's also uh, I think we need to think about you know because it's such an emotional time that we need to do the planning ahead of time to take care of all those financial issues and financial questions so that we don't have to to necessarily figure it all out when that event finally happens. And that comes down to, you know, really planning way ahead of time for something like that, because we know that, you know, Gary, for example, uh, um, my wife's grandmother, uh, we had to help her transition into a retirement uh, home uh, or a retirement living facility out here uh, um, outside of Mary in, in Marysville. And when we did that, the expenses were really off the chart. I mean, we, we were not expecting that we weren't and this was several years ago. So uh, we really hadn't spent a lot of time planning on it. Uh, but I think you'll find that today, uh, the average uh, annual expense for some sort of long-term care facility is somewhere between sixty thousand and eighty thousand before you take into con- uh, consideration prescriptions. And so, it, where's that money going to come from? Yeah, you know, most exactly. folks don't have that just laying around. You know, it, we we have to think about okay the. How, how long are you going to typically going to be there? Three, four, five years? All right. Well, right there, we're talking almost $400,000. And, uh, you know, that's crazy money to think about that. Sure. So the, the last four years of our lives might need $400,000 just to support us in a way that we're taking care of um, medically and socially. Yeah. And, uh now, do you have that four hundred grand set aside right now? You know, if if you're in your fifties or your forties, you probably don't. But thank God, you know, time is on our side, where we could start thinking about how, you know, how are we going to take care of that issue when it comes up in thirty years from now? Sure. And because it it comes up and and and. Age hits us all, Steve, and it, it eventually creeps up on us. There's no getting around it, Eric. That's for sure. <laughs> and in fact, why don't we uh, why don't we take a break and and come back? We'll have one more segment and uh, pick it up from there. Sounds good. Well, again, Steve, um, our our offer this week, and we're going to keep doing it every week because it's it's been really popular recently. Uh, so we have two offers. Uh, first one is for the first ten callers. You're going to get the chance to get the your own customized return and safety optimizer report. It's going to show you how we can actually make your portfolio safer, a little more conservative, but actually outperform what you're doing right now and or potentially outperform it. And uh, so we're minimizing risk, we're maximizing returns and uh, helping you really achieve the, the financial goals that you have uh, where in, in 10, 20, 30 years, when you need that money, it's going to be there for you. Uh, and the second one, kind of the bonus is going to be a, for the first 10 callers who would like their Medicare supplement plan uh, repriced or requoted. You know, really, it literally takes us about 10 or 15 minutes to do that. So just give us a call. 
we'll get back with you and uh, we'll take care of that for you. And I, I guarantee that we're going to be able to at least put you in a better position and uh, and give you that opportunity to save a lot of money every year. I like it. 800-654-3234. That's the number to get going uh, that gets you started. It's a chance to get a practical financial review. 800-654-3234. You'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are now. But when you walk out, you're going to have in your hand that roadmap. It's a guide that can really help get you to where you need to be. Call right away. 800-654-3234. Again, 800-654-3234. One more quick break. We're coming back. We've got more right here on the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Evil. We are back on the, the Financial Insider with Mark McKinney and uh, Eric Siebold. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Novus Financial and Medicare is the company, and uh, we have got uh, covered some ground today. Boy, uh, let's uh, let's jump into a few of these questions while we still have some time. What do you think? Who's going to go first, Mark or Eric? I guess I'll take that, Steve. All righty. Uh, Dan is in Hilliard. Dan says, two years ago when I turned 59 and a half, I rolled over a portion of my 401k to an IRA account. I recently retired, and my remaining 401k account has gained favorably compared to my rollover account. I don't plan to tap into either account just yet, maybe a year or so. Should I leave my 401k account and roll it over later then, or are there better options to invest? Uh, it's valued at about $220,000. Hmm. Well, you know, I would say, Eric, you know, when whenever we look at a 401k and then compare its investment options to the universe of anything that's IRA, you know, the entire investment universe you can use with an IRA. Most times with a 401k or any company plan, you have 10 or 12 funds and um, sometimes they're index funds, sometimes they're more uh, mutual fund based, but and those are generally what we found not to be the best. So, you know, first I find it hard to believe that it, that uh, the company plan outperformed an IRA. But again, we don't know what it's invested in. <laughs> but I, I, I would say that, you know, generally speaking, Dan, it's better to move it over um, into an IRA where you have more control and cost too, Eric. You know, you can control the cost that you're paying in an IRA a lot better because oftentimes they're – our fees in 401ks, they're not readily disclosed. You don't know what you're paying. Sometimes they can be really high. I mean, there's a lot of old plans out there that use, believe it or not, annuities, you know, that, you know, 3% would may not be uncommon in those. So I would say, and then the second thing that just from a, keep in mind, you know, if you were to leave your money in, in, in this retirement account with your employer, that's subject to... Um, required minimum distributions um, that are sub, set by ERISA. So, you know, if you had a Roth IRA, for example, or a Roth 401k, you know, even though that money's tax-free and you're never, the government's never really supposed to tell you that you have to take a distribution from it. We saw a couple of years ago, people that had money sitting in their Roth 401ks that were, you know, are now forced to take distributions out of them simply because they're with an employer plan and not an IRA. Uh -huh. So it's good, you know, to it's know. timing. Timing is is critical, and you don't want to be forced to take a distribution from a plan. No. when the market's down, for example. No, well, Mark, I mean, yeah. again, and that's think, great stuff. Yeah, and I think it makes sense too. Is 
let, let's give you a second opinion, Dan, on what those assets are actually invested in right now. Because when we talk about, okay, the 401k has different returns than the IRA, well, maybe because your IRA has been set up in a way where you have too much of your funds actually allocated over to something like bonds or a fixed uh, type of account, and that balance is not set up the right way. So we have both issues with fees that we have to deal with. And a lot of times, like Mark said, we don't know what the fees are in your 401k until we look at it. And then we could give you a good idea of what that what those look like. But let's also look at what is everything invested in? What are those allocations for both the 401k and the and the IRA? And make sure that the right balance is there. And I think, you know, what a lot of times what you find is uh goes kind of back to the interest rate risk that we were talking about in the last segment, Dan, where as interest rates are going up and a lot of folks have their safe portion of their assets in a bond type of a portfolio or bond type of fund, well, bonds work in what's known as an inverse relation to interest rates. As interest rates are going up, your bond rates are going to be going down and those funds are actually, I, I call them your anchor funds because they sink the boat. You know, they, they hold you back and they don't let you really gain uh, as much as you could gain if you got those, that money allocated out of those bonds. So let's look at how is everything invested right now as an entire household portfolio and get everything rebalanced and minimize your risk and also get you into a, an opportunity to where maybe you can outperform the bonds that are holding your portfolio back right now. All right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, and uh, so, Eric, uh, 800-654-3234. Dan, if you want to know some more, let's go to Bill in Marysville. And uh, wondering, Bill says, I'm 55 and have been with the same company for about 15 years. And I've always had a 401k and I'm taking advantage of the match. Well, now the company is offering a Roth 401k. Should I be contributing to it as well? Are there any disadvantages? I, I don't think that there are a lot of advantages. You know, first of all, if you're getting a match, that's always, you know, where else can you get a 100% rate of return on 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 your money guaranteed your employer's match so we would always say take the free money bar none um they're offering a roth 401k we are we are advocates of roth um because just like we talked about earlier in the show we don't know where tax rates are going and um and I, and we really feel like having a bucket of money that's tax free that you can tap if you know for goodness sakes a couple of years tax rates go crazy or your tax situation dictates you need to supplement your income with some tax-free money. That's always a good thing. So I think that to answer Bill's question, yes, um, I would I, I would think that's probably a, a good thing. We don't know all the details, but I think it is a good thing. Are there any disadvantages? The disadvantages, again, you're going to pay the taxes now. So, I mean, if you want to consider that a disadvantage, that you're going to you know take home less money this year. Um, because you're going to pay the taxes, but think of it this way, you know, would you rather pay taxes on the mountain or the molehill? That's how we always kind of look at it. And I think most people kind of say, you know, that's worth doing yes. you know, down the road. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, Bill, uh, 800-654-3234 is the number you can call to take advantage of that one. 
And we've got time for another one here. Let's go to Howard in Reynoldsville. Howard's wondering, he says, should I keep a target date fund in my Roth IRA and start investing in other types of funds? Or should I sell the amount I have in my Roth so that I won't, won't be investing in the same thing twice? That's a great question. You know, what, what we find a lot of times, you know, Howard is with our clients when they come over to us initially, they have what we call a lot of crossover. And the crossover means you may be investing some of your assets in one fund, and then you allocate some of your assets over to another fund. But those funds actually have the same stock, the same companies, uh, and you're not really getting any extra diversification by moving assets from one fund to the other. So there's a couple a couple points in this. Is One, you want to be well-diversified. And diversification is just another way to make your portfolio a little safer. But two, when we're talking about target date funds specifically in your Roth IRA, what is a, a target date fund for those for our listeners who aren't familiar with target date funds? Well, a target date fund is basically a fund that you invest in, a mutual fund that sets a particular date for when you're going to retire. And every year, as you get closer and closer to that date, it rebalances your portfolio or your, the money that's in that fund and makes it a little safer every year. Gets you. But the problem is, the way it gets you safer is it starts putting you more and more into bonds. So you're getting safer, yes, but you're also making it so much harder for your assets to grow over that period of time. And, you know, we basically, I personally, and, and Mark, I think, feels the same way because we've had this conversation many times. I do not like target date funds. And that's because Eric. we can rebalance a portfolio, you know, on an annual basis for our clients and get it safer and safer. But we will use certain investments that are not available typically in that Roth IRA or that target date fund and give you the chance to, to outperform that and grow your assets in, at a better pace. Sure. Guys, I think that there's an, an important um, thing, you know, a little anecdote um, that I've seen happen back in, I don't know, whenever we've had market downturns, but I'll, I'll use 08, 09, because I know this happened. Um, I had a client in a target date fund and uh, that was in their workplace plan. And they weren't a client of our group until around 2013. But what we found happened was, um, again, keep in mind that a target date fund is actively managed and, uh, or generally speaking, actively managed. It's managed by a prospectus. So that manager has to, to buy according to, you know, usually your age as you progress in time. They be, like Eric said, they, be, they start off a little more aggressive at the beginning as you age in. They become, you know, much more conservative with your money. The problem is, you know, if the market melts down, they can't just change the prospectus and start, you know, saying, hey, I, you know, this asset class is losing a ton of money. I'm going to get out of it and go to cash. They can't do that. They have to manage it the way it was sold to people and how it was um, – how the prospectus dictates how your money will be invested. So it gives you this kind of false sense of security that, hey, somebody's watching my money. It's going to be there for me the day I retire. But, you know, the problem is, is that the man the manager is kind of there with his, his or her hands tied because that prospectus 
governs how they can manage that money. And they can't just decide to deviate from it one day based on market conditions. Sure. Um, and again, uh, 800-654-3234, Howard, if you want to know some more. And uh, let's go ahead and put the final wraps on this show. It's been a very, very fast-paced show. A lot of great information. Let's give them folks one more opportunity to call. Sounds good. Well, for those first 10 callers, Steve, we're going to do and provide our return and safety optimizer report. It's going to demonstrate how we can actually maximize returns to outperform what you're doing now, but make your portfolio safer at the same time. And uh, so the first 10 callers, you're going to get that report uh, customized for you, or you could go to novusfg.com and uh, click on the return and safety optimizer link on the landing page put in a little bit of information so that we could customize the report for you and hit submit and we'll get that out to you. And we're also going to do 10 reprices or requotes for anybody who has a Medicare supplement right now and wants to see if they can save some, they qualify to save some money because most people do. That sounds great, folks. Last opportunity today to give us a call, 800-654-3234. Ten callers right now are going to get that financial review and the special Medicare report. And when you walk out the door, you're going to have in your hand that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-654-3234. Uh, Mark, Eric, both a great show, lots of fun, great information. Thanks Absolutely. Again, it was great talking to you, Steve, and we'll, we'll see everybody next week. Investment advisory services offered through Novus Financial Group. Mark McCanny, Eric Seabolt, and their guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Novus Financial Group. By contacting Novus Financial Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.